Also, last year we had we had started having what's called Tuesday Friday and Monday Friday, where it started with it would Wednesday be a Monday Friday. night or a Tuesday night, and we just smoked bong anyway. Yeah, and because gummy. it was the middle of Rona. You are listening to the Do Nature Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Dude Nature Podcast. We are coming to you live from Mom's living room. Yes, we are both back here in the living room for this one. Adam. Yep. How are you? What grapes do you have for us? Hello. Noah, these are the grapes. We grabbed each other for 30 seconds each about something mildly irritating. My grape today is, once again, I've said this before, public service announcement. If you have an iPhone, fuck you. And you're handing it. It's good because my gripe is about you. So I'm glad that your gripe is about me because my thing's about you. If you have an iPhone and you're handing it to people to use, you need to tell them the password. So say, hey, hey, Adam, here's my iPhone. My password is one, two, three, four, five. Suck my ass. Instead of, okay. Instead of just handing me the phone and then at, and then making it so that I have to ask you. Is there a what specific the situation is. you're thinking of? Why well, don't you tell them? When we were working out and I said, Noah, can I put some music on? And you said yes. And you handed me your phone. And then you handed me a locked screen on your phone, which is what happens to me every time some iPhone person hands me their phone. And they go, oh, sorry. Us, and, us Android people, okay? Because your phone's such a piece of shit. We have patterns. It never locks. We have a pattern that everybody remembers. No, dude. I don't know how to do the pattern on your stupid phone. You do. You know how you to do the You literally told me to do it. I can't do it. Stop handing me your phones without passwords. I'm people. super glad that your gripe is about That's me. That's my gripe. Because my gripe is about you. Because I had, I've, I've went through three different gripes. Yeah. Because I have so much to gripe about. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we miss you. We, we miss do. you guys. It's been a while. It's been a little bit. Um, here's my gripe. Adam uses the restroom right next to the kitchen table, which is where we record the podcast. He uses the restroom. And then he restroom. leaves the door open. Who calls it a restroom? He leaves the. I'm just. I'm trying to be. You know, polite. Yeah. High side. Restroom. He, he leaves the door open. Bonito. And doesn't turn the fan on. Mm-hmm. And so toilet. every Use time after he uses it, I have to say, Adam, please close the door and turn the fan on to suck the smell out. Instead, Adam opens the door, doesn't turn the fan on, and just lets the smell seep throughout the house. Yeah. Why don't you turn the fan on of the bathroom when you're done? Because. As you know, Noah, there is a switch, and on top of the switch is the heating switch, and below that is the fan, and there's no indication whether it's the heater or the fan. So I have no idea which one's the heater and which one's the fan. Right. That's actually been a gripe before. Yeah. Okay, it's the top one. I've told you it's the top one. <laughs> yeah. It's the top one. By, by the way, other, hey, we are podcasting with sweaters on and, by knitted, the way, and knitted Hey, hats. guys. Hey, ladies so and gentlemen. Cold in Mom's old house. women, they hate heat. Yeah. And so there's no heating like, on. They, they I have, like heat. I right now have two sweaters on. Well, I apologize. Adam has like a knit. I'm I can, literally in the Arctic. I think like we're a, like about two him. degrees Fahrenheit from seeing our breath in here. <laughs> we're close. About two. Adam, what, do you have a game for us today? Uh, Noah. Yep. You know what we do before the game. I think you're a little rusty. Right. My other gripe. Just want to tell the people real fast. People breathing on you when you sleep. So when you're sleeping with a partner and <laughs> you turn over. And they're just breathing on you, mouth breathing on you. What do you think about that? Do I get mouth breathed on while you sleep?
Okay, no, now we can play a game. Yeah. All right, so in this game, I just want to talk to you about what you're doing for your underwear and how you got there and what you're doing for your facial hair trimming and how you got there. Okay, it's always great. Both of those things are always a journey with me, and it's never-ending journey. Great. Sometimes you're up, great. sometimes you're down. Great. You know. Well, about two years ago, yeah. during coronavirus, because there was so much sitting, yeah. right, I decided to upgrade my underwear, and I, I went with MeUndies. And yeah, it was because I heard the ad a million times on podcasts. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, got, I got MeUndies, and I have to tell you, I've, I've loved them. The one problem with them is that they they said they hand make each one's they're different sizes, and so I, you might get the same size, and one of them won't fit. Like a couple won't fit because they are like slightly different. But I do love them. Um, in two years, they have started to tear. Yeah, they started to tear, so they don't last very long. It's not true that they last that long. I gave I bought a bunch of Beyondies too, and I ended up giving them all to Noah because I don't like them. Because right, they ride, awesome. they uh, ride up well, on my Johnson. One problem about the ones that you gave me is that yeah. you have kind of a weird taste with the designs that you chose. No, I have a good. So taste. you have, have like platypus. skulls on one. It's kind of weird. I like I, the skulls. I like the, the platypus. platypus. The skull the is Harry, weird. You don't like the Harry Potter one? Love the Harry Potter one. Okay, so two for three. I don't like the skull one. I love yeah. the Baby Yoda. You like? Yeah, the Actually, Baby Yoda right, one too. What right. are you talking about? No, thank you so much. I, I should thank you. So, so I'm I'm at me. Where are you at with me on these? I'm at me on satisfied? And I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied. They're starting to cinch. I, maybe a tiny bit they of ride. They start, don't ride. No, no, no. They ride. They don't ride, but they cinch at the waist. They're mm-hmm. starting to cinch a little bit. That might just be because I'm growing outward. Yeah. And yeah, and they seem to be growing in, right? And then I guess my biggest gripe would be, I've had it for two years, and they've ripped. They're ripping now. Mm-hmm. So they they don't last that long. What about your facial hair? Uh, you know my facial hair is exact. I've done the same thing I did since I was like a teenager. Oh, so you haven't switched a million times. See, I I've, don't do anything. I've had like, like 20 different electric razors and all of them have broken. I've lost, lost the chargers. you facial hair or hair in general? Facial hair, facial hair. Because I have a ton of different electric razors and I've lost a charger for each one. So now I just do them until the battery runs out and then I throw them away. Oh, dude. So, so I was thinking about getting a nice electric razor for my face. Okay, but finally. Okay, so you know, my thing is different because here's how my facial hair operates. Mm-hmm. I cut my hair every three weeks. When when I when I when I shave, I just do I do a a buzz cut. When I do yeah. my buzz cut, I also just buzz cut my beard. That's mm-hmm. it. I do it once every three weeks. I have to take care of my facial hair and my hair. Once every three weeks, and that's been you, my life since high school. You do it with your hair. Yeah, it's literally the same yeah, I've so done you, since you, high school. Yeah, you go military grunt with your hair, right? I'm I'm a boy wanting to be in the military that was never in the military, right? You know, want to be want to be army brat. You think it's want to be army brat? My hair. Yeah. Huh. That's kind of what you do. Yeah. To hide I'd your say, Jew, but you you hide your Jew. You don't want the Jew to show. I hide my Jew. Yeah, but you, yeah. Coming from the dude coming from Sonora. Yeah, I don't hide my Jew. The buzz cut does hide Jew. Uh, It does hide your Jew. Well, I'm going to Idaho. I'm moving to Boise, Idaho in like two weeks. Yeah. So it does does hide Jew. I also think for soccer coach, you know, it's going to be good. If I go in there with a Jew fro, it's going to freak people out. This, I mean, they're in Nampa is the school. Nampa. Actually, I probably shouldn't even say this, but the high school is, is, is is in a town close to Boise. And I don't think they're used to seeing Jew, honestly, if I had to guess. No, what is our topic today? Our, our topic today is the spring reading list. We did this last in an episode called the winter reading list in November 2020. Can wow, you, can yeah. you believe that? Can you, can you a, imagine? A year and five months ago. Okay, so it's probably it was more Rona-y during that time. Yeah, so I have that one up just to reference it. Yeah. But um, to, just to fill you in, the spring reading list, it's... It's all of our suggestions from everything that we've we've been loving doing. Yeah. So, like for this episode, for instance, we're gonna go into video games, board games, books, movies, TV, 
uh, our workout stuff, software stuff, item under $10, my favorite section, and then random. So it's our list of everything that we love. Mm-hmm. It's our list of recommendations. We usually do it in the winter. We didn't do it this winter, so we're doing it this spring. Yeah. Um, the last one, you'll be interested to know, the w- last winter reading list was so long ago that we were still doing the digestion section. Wow. It was a year and five months ago. We are yeah. still doing digestion section. Yeah. And the theme was it, it's winter corona and we need shit to do. <laughs> and that was, if you guys remember, that was fucking Ronaville. Yeah. Like that was in the middle of the Rona winter when we were just like, this is going to last for forever. Yeah. Now that we're in the middle uh, of Rones. Yeah. So now, now things are different because now we're at the end or I hope done with some Rona. of us have been done for, I've been done for a while. A lot some of people, people have been some done. people don't seem like they want it to be done. It's a personal choice to be done. That's <laughs> some people seem like they want it to last forever. I've been done for a while. So, but then back then, November, 2020, it was fucking Rona. Which sucks because back then we didn't have to go outside. We could just stay inside and do whatever we wanted. Right, so back wanted. then, you didn't have to make any excuses for not doing for playing video games all day. Yeah. Right, but now we've been trying to move past that, and I think that our list reflects that. Yeah, you know what? I got to say that my list last year, I was way more excited to talk about some things than I am this year. I, I feel a little bit more lukewarm on my list. I feel like I don't have... Either things didn't get invented that I really liked, or I was just not as into the things on, on the list for some reason. I read How did you feel about it? Um, I think it's interesting because... And the list last year, I was debating what the Xbox Series X had just launched in November last year. Yeah. And I was debating getting it. It was so much money. I eventually got it about four months ago at the right. end of Corona. And now I have no idea why I have it. Well, well thus non-justifying the theory, your theory that if you want something, you should get it immediately because you're going to get it anyway. Okay. Hey, this is my, this is no, can you tell them Noah's theory of, this is Noah's theory, Noah's of, theory of, of future want of, of money, future of want? consumerism, of consumerism. Can you yeah. tell them it? Of future tell want. Them it. Tell Noah's them. theory of future want is that if you see something that you might want, like an Xbox series X and you say, no, I'm going to wait till the future to get that. Actually, you should just get it now because it will give you more days slash weeks of pleasure because you're just going to get it anyway, so why delay it? Why delay the inevitable? Exactly. You're going to get it. You're not going to save any money. So to put it into practice for you, let's say that you want a Peloton, a used Peloton for $600, okay, or a nice pair of Lululemon pants, okay? Let's say you want both those things. If you know that eventually, whether you get when you get a bonus or when you get whatever, you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. If you know that eventually you're going to get it, you actually should just get it now. Because if you're going to get it anyway, the money's going to leave your bank account anyway. You might as well just be enjoying it now. Right. But I think that might just be for us. Because like, if we want something even a little bit, I'm not going to say no. I, it's very hard for me to say no. No, I'm not going to get that. You know what I mean? No. If anyone wants to sell something, they should call me. <laughs> right. Call us <laughs> up. Because you will sell it in about two seconds. Yep. I can get pumped up on anything. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for whoever left us a review. Uh, we can't see your name, but we see that you left a five-star review. So appreciate thank you so it. much. We thank really you. appreciate it. As usual, this podcast is sponsored by the Four Sigmatic Coffee. Whatever you're drinking, whatever board games are playing, video games are playing. However, if, if you're just trying to get out of the Rona fog and get out and see people again. Well, yeah, there's Four Go Sigmatic Coffee for that, Adam. Harder nipples. Harder nipples, More better sex, sex Four Sigmatic. Go More to com. Use offer code Dude Nature. That is Dude Nature, all one word, mm-hmm. no exclamation mark, to get ten percent off your Four Sigmatic coffee. Just bought a hundred dollars yesterday. A Four Sig. Super excited. Adam, yep. begins that don't suck. Yes. In begins that don't suck. You have six seconds. Tell us everything we need to know to enjoy the episode. Are you ready? Yep, I am. Go. Okay. Noah, this is the spring reading list where we go over our recommendations of video games, books, board games, TV shows, and other fun categories. 
of things we really liked in the past year. So these are things that we've discovered in the past year, past calendar year to today. That's not called a calendar year, whatever that is. And we are pretty sure that you will like everything in this list, and that's why we included it. So if we're talking about it, we really highly recommend it, and you should go check it out. That's right. And because this is, we are in the reactor, and this is the most half-assed setup you could ever possibly imagine, and because I fought with Windows 10 for an hour and a half before this podcast, we weren't able to have the sound effects. So I'm going to do it with my mouth. The theme for this episode. Yeah. The, the theme for this episode is remember last year on the winter reading list launched in November 2020. Yeah. The theme was winter winter, winter corona. We need shit to do. Yeah. The theme for this list is Corona is ending or over. And so we can't just spend eight hundred dollars on a video game system to then play twelve hours. We're a day. in a new paradigm. Right. We're in a new paradigm let, where let me tell you something. Where we're ending last November, so it's time to get out there. Last November, Noah and I, pretty much every Saturday, we're doing Mexican painkillers. Staying up until four in no, the morning. That's real. That's real. That's real. Watching tons of Premier League soccer, playing scythe with each other and our friends. Also, last year we had we had started having what's called Tuesday Friday and Monday Friday, where it started with it would Wednesday be a Monday Friday. night or a Tuesday night, and we just smoke bong anyway. Yeah, and because it was in the middle of Rona, and probably take a Mexican painkiller. And this is because it was in the middle of Rona. But what we realized this year is that we've had to stop taking the Mexican opioids. Right. Right. We've had to stop staying up until four in the morning. Maybe even stop taking so many weed gummies because we're entering, and if we're you're entering asking, a new paradigm. If you're asking what are the Mexican painkillers you took and how can I get some, it's called Tramadol. You can get it at any pharmacy in Mexico. It's, it's super really cheap and it's, it's fun to take. Super difficult. You go into the pharmacy at the airport and you buy a $60 pack of them. Or even $20 like, like last time. Sure, and then they give you a free one. But anyway, what we're trying to say yeah, is what we're trying to get at mm-hmm. is that you can't just take Mexican painkillers and take bong rips all week now because Rona's ending. Though I should have had the Mexican painkillers on the list last year of things I recommend. Absolutely. But the times are changing. Adam, video games. Yeah, but times are changing. Video games. Born a different par- uh, I think it's important to talk about the different paradigm we're in. You know? Yeah, you can't just take bong rips all week and play 10 hours you of games can't, You can't because just say, I'm going to play Red Dead Redemption 2 for no, but, five days but also, in a row. But also, my desire, I'm sure a lot of people's, is like, I always thought I'd want to stay in and play as many video games as possible. And then we actually and did then, that. And then we actually, like, remember at the beginning of Rona, me and you were joking, like, oh, no, we have to stay in. Oh, bummer. Like, oh, bummer, I have to play out. more. Yeah. Bummer, more Red Dead Redemption. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So, anyway, but now, turns out after we were forced to do that for two years, it turns out that actually my desire to do that is, like, over. Is seriously over because that has seriously long-lasting over. negative mental health effects. Because I think I've taken so many bong rips that I just don't... It's not even fun to take a bong rip anymore. No. The new paradigm for us is we need to get off the internets and see people. We need to be in people in the real. That's what we're about now. That's a new paradigm. Yeah. That being said, that our being list said, doesn't our really list, have any of that. Absolutely but not. But as you can see, doesn't <laughs> as you reflect can see, it. it's a work in progress, right? That's right. Video game. Now let's start with something that that let's start with something that stays inside. All video that games. being said, all that being said, video games. Here, what are you playing? Okay. So in this list, some, sometimes I have. Do you have one recommendation for each, or do you have two? Sometimes I have one or two if it's real good. Yeah, I only I included two if I banger. really thought it was worth it. Okay. Okay. So I'll start with my first one. My first recommendation for a video game is a game called Inscription. It's a small, independent game. It's on Steam. It's like $15. Once again, the game is called Inscription. Here's a description of Inscription. Inscription is an inky black card-based odyssey that blends the deck-building roguelike escape room-style puzzles and psychological horror into a blood-laced smoothie. Okay, so I don't exactly know what that means, but 
it's a very very interesting fun card game and it's a, a very cool atmospheric game what i mean by atmospheric is the entire game takes place in a haunted cabin in the woods and you're playing against someone that's kind of kidnapped you and you play him in a card game that's very unique and very simple to understand but difficult to master and it has woodland creatures like deers, ants, and wolves on the cards. And I don't want to ruin the game too much by telling you about it, but there are many ways to power the cards up and chain them together, which you figure out after like five or six hours of playing. And you also need to figure out how to get out of the cabin and what is going on in the cabin at the same time. So it's a really unique, cool game. That, that I've only seen Adam play it, and it, it looks awesome. The card game looks awesome. And I would say, too, one of the cool things about it is that you can play on any computer. So yeah. most on for most computer games now, like like Total War and stuff, you need a fucking like you need a oh you need, you a, need a military a nuclear reactor. You need a military level computer to play the game. Right. I literally don't know who has that. I have a thousand dollar. You have it. I have a thousand dollar MacBook, and it can't really play those games. It's it's almost brand new. This, this that's MacBook. the one thing that MacBooks can't do though. They can't play. play games. They can't play the games. But they they do everything better in life. Everything your life is better, right? Yeah. That's one recommendation. Just yeah. just leave the Windows. Like, Windows please. is like, damn, you can't run a podcast on it. You can't do any work on it. But you want to play a game? Go ahead. Yeah, Windows let's is play, like, let's play a game. No, Windows is like, your life. Your life from Monday to Friday will be shit on this thing. You'll However, have to deal with technical issues all the time. But you can play a ridiculous game on it. Yeah. So I so Inscription, Noah's seen me play it. I highly recommend it. Even for someone like Noah that would want action right away, and he, he doesn't like to he doesn't like to play games to be immersed or to look around. Really, he wants to, he wants the action. Jackson. I hate worlds. I hate when I have to wander around a world. This, Nothing I hate more. This than has something for everyone. It has it is a great mechanic of a card game. Very very fun and cool with lots of woodland creatures, and they speak to you. And if you like horror, the horror element of it, it there it's there too. It's not scary, but it's it's just very cool. What would you rate it out? Of, what would you rate it out of ten? Uh, I, I don't know. I it's my favorite. It's what would I rate it out of ten? I don't know. I give it a nine out of ten. It's also an independent game, so you're supporting the developer who made it. It's not made by a giant company like these giant games, which kind of suck. These open world games, which we've tried to play, like Far Cry Six or something, they're just boring as fuck. Yeah, like the it's new, just one exactly, dude that like made the it. New, the new Far Cry. It's like you think it's going to be cool, and then you play it, and you realize so that bad. that they haven't updated anything from Any, the past four since, since you were twelve. Or, or let me 12. let me also say. Mm-hmm. In, in that vein, in my last winter reading list, I have FIFA. I have the new FIFA as something that I'm playing in, in, in video games. And the new FIFA that I got this year, and I'm such a big FIFA fan, right? I've played every year for the last, like, seven years to get into Division One. Yeah. Even for me, this last year was so bad that I— that I Even for you. But even I, for I quit, me, like, three years ago. You did, but I'm a huge fan. As you know, I play all the time. And even for me, it was such a bad game. It well, seemed like I, it was so recycled that I quit. You're a soccer coach, right? You coach soccer. Now. Men's soccer. Boys to men. Boys to Bo- men. Boys to men. You guys know boys to men? Yeah. That's me. That's my team. Do uh, you want to hear any more about Inscription? Or you have any questions about it? Or you want to go with uh, this? The, the things I like about it are, one, that it's, it's lo-fi. You can play on any laptop. I like that it's $15. And I like that... It, it's just like action right away. It's no bullshit. Like those big Far Cry games, there's so much bullshit that what, after playing for 10 hours, you realize, actually, this game sucks. Mm-hmm. Right? Great game to play on a plane, too. I think the video game should Good come plane with a, game. a plane disclaimer. Because there's not... Great plane game. There's, you don't have to have a lot of, like... Uh, what is... How do you... 
dexterity to play the game with your fingers where you're like going all over the place and you're doing click like starcraft or doing click slot a coke game a crack game it's not like that you can chill you click on a card you can relax have a drink it's it's very easy a drink of, of ginger ale on your plane whatever what's your game my recommendation of course is chess.com Okay, playing chess online before you just poo-poo it, before you say that's stupid. It's stupid. That's dumb. Um, Why would you say that? Because chat because what you don't understand is that chess.com the is an incredible platform that's super fast. You find a game in, in five seconds whenever you want to play. Um it, the connection works perfectly every time. And the great thing about chess.com is that even if you just like like chess a little bit, if you play online in chess.com, you can re- you just press game review and it shows you every single move that you did wrong. So one of the coolest things is that you get so much better at chess super, super fast. So just to give you an example, I started playing, when I played on chess.com, I started at a 798 ELO rating, and now, almost a year later, I'm a 1213. So I've gotten way better because of just watching my games in the game review. Also, I just think chess.com, the platform is amazing. So even if you like chess a tiny bit, I suggest, I implore you, Give chess.com a try. Because what you're saying, it's not just a place to play chess anymore. It's also no. your chess teacher. It, yeah, it, thank you. It's not just a place to play chess. It's a place to get way better at chess. What I think is really cool about chess.com is that everybody who plays chess in remotely seriously plays on chess.com. Like, there's right. no other app, really. And it's incredible. Everybody's on there. Like, even Christ- so celebrities are on there. Christian Pulisic is on there. Right. right? And, so, and so anyone on there... You can just like so. What I just go, I can just go to Christian Pulisic's games and just watch his games. Have you seen N'Golo Conte's games? No, no, but he's supposed to be really good. You can tell he's probably really good. Yeah. Um. So and I, you can have your friends on there. You can just go watch your friends' games, how they're doing. You can watch everyone's games on there. Grandmasters, anyone. You just click on their profile. It brings up all of their games. So it's just like chess. It's a chess orgasm. Chessgasm. It's a chessgasm. Can you see Magnus Carlson's games? Yes. Who's and the second guy? What's his name? The best he has a YouTube channel. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say because there's so many different kinds of chess, mm-hmm. and also online rankings are different than yeah. not online rankings. Oh, that's another cool part about chess.com is that you can play all the different variations of chess. Like you can play the Bobby Fischer variation, hated Jews, you know, or <laughs> or, or, or <laughs> the fun. king is just a Jew, the king is a fro. Oh, what's it called? Fit the Fisher Fisher random. It's called it. Well, they call it chess nine sixty. Right. They removed Bobby Fisher's name. They removed Bobby Fisher's name because once again hated Jewish people. So yeah. they call it Chess 960 now, mm-hmm. which is, honestly, I kind of like it better. It's chess with random starting positions. You're right. The reason that's better is because a lot of people just memorize openings. and that, Right, so you play with and, intuition. You, and maybe that's not really chess. It's m- more memorization. I don't know what that is. Or you're just being a troll, you know, online following a build. Which but sucks. anyway, if you yeah. get on there, uh, I think I'm just N- N-W-E-I-T-Z-M-A-N. Just challenge just oh, yeah. me. Is that your name? Do you have yeah. a one in it or no? I don't think so. Just you have a, no, w- he has a picture. I have of his a picture dog. of my dog on a log. It doesn't look like a dog. It looks more like a coyote. Hey, I also want to say for the video game section, I want to talk about Halo for a second because because I think a lot of people are probably playing Halo, and we played a solid amount. All right. Well, I have one more recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. So you want me to go? Then you want to talk about Halo? Go ahead. Okay. My second recommendation for a video game is a game called Timberborn. Did you actually play it? Yeah, I played it a lot. When I, I, I asked you that, I played it a lot with traveling. I played it a lot traveling. It's a city building game with beavers. So instead of building homes and skyscrapers, you build mills for hydraulic power and dens for your beavers. And you can vertically build. That's the cool part of the game. You can vertically build on top to make gigantic beaver colonies. So the amount that you can vertically go up is uh, is amazing. And you can build these insane pyramids of beaver. 
Um, and they're, they're also super cute, and they, like, sleep. They sleep in the open. Do they get attacked by, like, wolves and stuff? Do you have to, like, make there, defenses? There's droughts. They get attacked. Um, what animals attack them? Humans and wolves? Yeah, yeah. They, they And there's droughts. It's So the, the setup for the game is the apocalypse apparently happened, and the only things that survived were beavers. This is a weird apocalypse. But it's really cool how they use the hydraulic power in the game. It's like that is your source of like electricity. And it's it, actually very hard to is manage. Is it better than Frostpunk? Oh, I still no, no, I, I don't think so. I don't. No, it's not. It's not better than Frostpunk, but it's still really good. Would I like it? No, definitely not. Don't play it. Good. But if you like city building games and management games, you should play Timberborn. It's a good game. You can go ahead. Okay, tight. Like that one. Yeah. Um, I just want to talk about Halo for a second because probably a lot of people playing Halo. We played a lot. Um, one of the biggest gripes I have about it is that it it they don't. I I kind of feel like the video game companies now because they've they've gotten better at monet monetizing monet fucking whatever. Monetiz- monetizing? monetizing the video game. Yeah. They've gotten better at not spending time on stuff that well, like the, the business real fans really like. It's the business model now. is different. It's not What is it now? Tell people. It's just my it's just to it's just to get the most money possible on microtransactions. Well, they, okay, when when people used to release a game, it was more of a finished product. Now, it was finished. now when the game is released, they do it in season. So they'll say season one being released, but really what you're actually getting, you're getting a quarter finished product. That they're just trying to get to market, and then they micro bill you for each subsequent season, right? With more content, and it works better for their business because they get it right. They get it to market faster with less upfront costs. Yeah, and they make revenue right away. Yeah, much and better for them. So worse for us. So worse for us because Halo the game, um, it barely works. The online matchmaking Wait, is it's it, okay. Hold on, the the gameplay is good. The gameplay I is great. Good. No, the gameplay is great. Yeah, the game is great. The the matchmaking. Trying to find a match and trying to get in with your friend, it barely works. Okay. It is so buggy, it's horrible. We have issues with it every time. Yeah, it's bad. And it, it's awful. Also, it's crazy to me that... So there's there's like a Halo League now. And what you were saying... So there's a Halo League with Professional Halo. And you were saying that 343 Industries, the people that make Halo, they don't have anything to do with... They don't want anything to do with the Pro Halo League. They don't have anything to do with the Pro Halo League. Which is crazy because you would be like, they're going to, it promotes it and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but they don't see it as like a public promotion so, of Halo. Well, but they don't see Halo as a competitive game. That's the thing is I think that sometime in the next five years, hopefully we're going to get like one of these esports people is going to be a star like and transcend esports, you know, into, into the popular culture. And then they're going to be interested in it. Then it's going to cross over. So you think you think that esports will cross over to Maine? I think so. I think at some point, because you know, if you go to Asia, right, it's already part of popular culture there. Like if right. you go, in Vietnam, you just walk down the street. There's five different places where you can go in and play PS4 games. They're just warehouses full of them. It's, it's a tr- different thing. It's true, and and I agree with you. But people have been saying esports is crossing over for the last but twenty it, years. It's going to take that person that's you know. Not the Tiger Woods. not just a fat piece of Tiger shit. Woods. Yeah, it's that, gonna take the that's Tiger not just Woods. a fat pimply dude. Yeah, it's gonna take someone who's like really well spoken, is is transcendently good, you know, and is and is also good at something, good at the media, good at something else. I don't know. Right, it can't just be like so. There just be like one whenever of these twelve year Now, when I'm watching pro Halo games, yeah, it's sad. But I'm, I'm when I watch pro Halo games, there's like there's these dudes like they're so good at Halo, and you're like, oh my god, like they're so good, and then they zoom in on their face, and you're like, oh my god. Like, oh my God, Jesus! Like people who don't watch basketball and know who LeBron is, right? Because he's a transcendent talent. Yeah, no. So you're saying that needs the one talent to cross over. It needs the one. It needs the Jordan. We're waiting for the Jordan. 
I think it will cross over, but why hasn't it yet? I think people like like dominance, right? When someone is like so dominant in a sport, like Tiger Woods or Michael Jordan or Joe was Djokovic in tennis, they like someone who's just a cut above the rest, like clearly better than the rest. And I don't know if we have that person yet. Cloud Nine is the best team, right? But I don't think we have that one person that's way better than everyone else. There's like a handful of guys in competitive Halo that are really good. We talk about Halo for a lot. Yeah. All right. A lot of Halo talk. Wait, but but Noah Noah made an observation about Halo is that it is like playing Halo is kind of a coked out experience. That's it why just, I don't just, really like it. Yeah. It's just hard to find time when you want to relax. It's just not exactly relaxing. Well, here's the deal. I think last year in the middle of Rona, I would just sit inside and play five hours of Halo with dip, with, you know, chewing tobacco and whatever. Mexican painkillers. Right. Mexican painkillers, chewing tobacco. But now that Corona is over and... We're try- I'm try- I don't want to stay inside as much. I don't think Halos is interesting. Yeah. I think during Rona, it, it's a great, it would be a great activity to put your mind to. But then not during Rona, you're like, it's too much energy. It's yeah. too co- you got It's like being on cocaine would be great for Halo. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Got to kind of... Ha- okay. It's tough when you get older. You're just less like... You have less energy or stamina for these kind of quick, quick trigger games. They seem to be a little more exhausting. Yeah. Not my favorite. Um, okay. <laughs> Do we recommend it or not? Why is it on our list? I don't recommend it. We're just talking about it. We don't recommend it. I don't recommend it because in because it's not Rona, so you're not going to be playing five hours a day. If you don't play five hours a day, you're going to get crushed out there. So the game you recommended was chess.com, and my first recommendation was Inscription. Those right. Okay, board games. Okay, board games. Go first. All right. Uh, I'm going to recommend a board game that I'm sure Noah is going to want to talk about because we've been talking about it a whole lot. This last I can't week I've been home. Re- I can't believe you're going to recommend it. In and out of the hot I, tub. I can't believe you're going to rec- gonna, gonna recommend it. I'm absolutely going to recommend it. Okay? It's a flawed game, but I'm absolutely going to recommend it because I think it's an amazing game. The game is called Dune Imperium. The expansion is called Rise of Ix. This is a deck-building, worker-placement-themed game. And if you have no idea what any of that means, it's a game that combines a lot of different elements of other popular games into one and it does it and all. And the theme is Doom. And Dune. The theme, yeah, sorry. And the theme, <laughs> the theme is Dune, and like the characters in the movie appear in the cards. The theme and is the Dune board. after the movie. Yeah, there you go. So the movie is in it. Dune after the movie. So don't be fooled by the title of the game. It's not just a theme game. There's a lot of depth to the game. It does everything it tries to do with the deck building, the worker placement. That it does it. It does it well. So it's the issues with the game. There are a few. That we've been talking about. And I don't know if we need to get into it too much because it's kind of detailed. But I still think that this game is my favorite game of the year. And it's definitely worth playing. I think it's awesome. And the board game community likes it a lot as well. It Maybe it'll get a few tweaks in the future, but it, it's pretty awesome. I think it's great. The board game community is divisive on it. They like it, but they're still split on it. I think, I think Dude Imperium is a beautiful game. And I think it's definitely fun. But I think after maybe three playthroughs, you'll start to see that there are some issues, namely with resources and victory points. Yeah. Where where one thing doesn't doesn't equate to the other. Yeah. Basically the problem with maybe Dune it's the balance of the game. The problem seems to be with Dune that and, and that if someone is win it the winner doesn't necessarily play the best. Right. That's, so that's a balance issue. You'd say that that would be a balance. That's issue. my issue with it. I still think the game is super fun and good. Would you recommend but for the cost, But that's though? the thing, though. A lot of people, when they're playing games, they're not playing it as competitively as when we, the, our little group plays it. They are playing it competitively, but it's also to have fun, too. There's like more I play, to get, I play for one thing. is to get a W. <laughs> yeah, to get Ws, right? I play to get Ws. Do you play for fun or to get dubs? Ws. Okay. I highly recommend this game. I think it's awesome. Um, 
I would, but okay. So what's the price point point of that of Dune? It's like a fifty dollar game, right? So I so I would say that clearly above Dune, clearly above it, and we did not have this last year is Machikoro and the expansion. That's a family game, though. No, it's not though. It's it not, is though. No, so here's my thing with Machikoro. Just, just one second. Is this your recommendation? This is my recommendation. Okay. It's the game we played the most. We played it at a time. When you get Machikoro, you might as well buy the expansion right away. Because with with just Machikoro, it's going to be about five playthroughs before you're just you're done. If you get the expansion, it raises the complexity like three x, and so then you can replay it as many times as you want. Machikoro, Machikoro, and the expansion. Why do you okay? like it so much? It's an awesome city builder game, but it's awesome in that it's fast, and you're really not waiting for your turn because things happen to your to you outside of your turn. So it's really really exciting. It's never boring. It's it's definitely under two hours, and it's freaking it's fun and it's great and there's strategy in it. The way I say it is that it's a game that your sister and your mom can play for sure. Love this great great it's a, great. Call. It's a game that your little sister and your mom can play with you, but they'll probably never win. But they can definitely play though. No, but that's what I'm saying is that it's a mark of a good game. Is that, a, yeah, is that they is. can it play the game, but there's so much strategy in it actually that they'll never win it. Right. But it's way funner than Ticket to Ride. But it's way funner than Ticket to Ride and way faster. If if you have to get one game, it has to be Macho Curl and the expansion because of the versatility. Because you can play with your serious board game friends. You can play with your family. And it's a fun-ass game. It has to be, it has to be the winner. Over Dune Imperium, it does. I think Dune Imperium is amazing. Can, in a lot of different ways, and I think Machikoro is great too. If you just have Machikoro and you're like, I've played it ten times and it's super boring. Well, it depends who you're gonna play just, with. Just, just hold on. If you just have Machikoro without the expansion and you're saying it's super boring and played it ten times, you need to get the expansion too, because the expansion just heightens it. I, I've never played a game where the expansion did so much to improve it. Yeah. Okay. So That's you true. so you just just go ahead and buy both of them. Yeah. Well, at once. If you are a serious board gamer and you have a serious board game friends, serious ish, you don't have to be like you know, Arkham Horror serious, then get Dune Imperium. And if you're going to play with your family or your friends or, or kids or adults, a, a combination, get Machikoro. Yeah. That's great. I do disagree with that. Okay. I do disagree with Why that. Is that? Why I is think that? that you that if you don't have either, you 100% get Machikoro on the expansion because it is a better game than Dune Imperium. It's just a better game. It's better. It's more fun. It's faster. And it's more versatile. I, I don't agree with that. It's not more fun. To me, so playing, I'd go ahead and get Machikoro on the expansion. Dune Imperium is way more fun. No, I think Magic Girl and the expansion is way more fun. Uh, do you have another recommendation for a board game? Um, I, I have just a, the, just the honorable, classic. Do you have an honorable mention? Honorable mention, yeah. just because we haven't mentioned it before, is Seven Wonders. It's simply the best. It's simply a perfect game. Number one, do not get do not get any of the expansions. You don't need any of them. The reason is because Seven Wonders, the base game, is itself a masterpiece. It's the perfect game. Don't mess with the mechanics. It's simply the best. The games are 30 minutes long. It's heavy strategy, but again... Your mom could almost play. <laughs> I love this. She could, mom almost, she could almost play the game. Yeah. She she, she would basically play and, and end up cheating. Wait, she has played with us. And she right? ended up cheating because the, basically the whole thing, because she, she, she couldn't self-regulate herself. <laughs> so seven <laughs> Other people's mothers might be able to self-regulate. Seven Wonders is almost mom. It's an almost mom approved. It's almost mom. That would be, that would be my, my, my other honorable one. mention. Yeah. I have an honorable mention. What? My honorable mention is a, ga- a card game called The Crew. It's like $20. Oh, this is, a, this is more than an honorable mention. Yeah, it is. It's an awesome one to five person co-op card game. And I hate co-op games. I so like this one. it basically takes hearts to a whole new level. Same mechanic of hearts where you win tricks, which is hands, and you try to get tasks done. Like a task, for example, might be 
win this yellow, win yellow five. And then you have to win the yellow five. And someone else may have a task like win the blue two. So it's pretty hard. It's very hard with four players. It's pretty hard with three players. But it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And you can get angry at your friends. And even I don't like co-op games. I think they're dumb. Mm-hmm. Even I like that game. Easy setup. It's just cards. Fun. Good game. Yeah. All right. Moving on to books. Schwooks. Okay. I have a whole, I have a okay, spiel about clearly one book I read this year that was head and shoulders. You know what it is. Above the rest. It. You better say it. I only have one book because it was just clearly above the others. Yeah. It's, it's, it's mine. Well, I will. Can we, do you have a nonfiction and a fiction? Cause I'm splitting mine. I can't, you can't, you can't compare them. I mean, I read a lot of fiction. I read some that were good, but there's just the one for me, really. There's just one that was way better. What was the you book? Can, you can say it. Uh, Shackleton. Yeah, Shack Daddy. Yeah. The so, book is called Endurance. It, the book is called Endurance. It was written by, by uh, sorry, it was written in 1914. It's, in, it's incredible. The book is incredibly written. Wait, 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 wait. It was not written in 1914. Yes, it was. No. no Endurance. No, it was written in the 70s. Nope. 1914. Okay, sorry, Adam's a fucking moron. Oops. Nathaniel Philbrick? Endurance, Shackleton's Incredible Voyage. Alfred Lansing. That's not us. That's us. That's not us. That's us. August 1914. No, sorry. In August 1914, that's when fucking Shackleton set out. Exactly. So, but Alfred Lansing is the one that wrote it. Was it? Hold on, we're looking up on this book. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) Hold on, I I have to give you, I have to give you the right book. Okay, 1959, published in 1959. Okay, by Alfred Lansing, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, so you had the right author, but you had the way okay. wrong date. Okay, the problem is that there's a lot of Shackleton books, and all are, are bad except, except for this, for this one. one. So again, it's Alfred Lansing, right? Yes. Correct. It's called Endurance. Yes, correct. Corroborated. Okay, and funny enough, the ship literally was found last week. Crazy. Which is just a crazy coincidence crazy. that they, they had found this ship sunken. But anyway, the story is about Shackleton and his crew and how their ship gets stuck in the ice in the, in the an- Antarctic and their crazy journey of survival. And it's, I don't know, I don't like survival stories, but this is just incredible. So yes, the story is 100 years old and the book itself written is about 60, 60 years old, but the writing doesn't age at all. No, the it writing is incredible. so good. It feels very modern. It does Not for one second did I think this was boring. Not, the writing doesn't age. The writing is like, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's a it's really great book. Uh, it's fast. There's no fluff in the writing, and it's just fantastic. The story is fantastic, and it's fantastic as told. It's a great book. You got to learn about this guy and some of the things that they did in the Arctic to survive were outrageous. Yeah, that's definitely the one book that I – if it, you say one book, give one book. It's also like it. there's something about the story of them surviving, I can just say, that is different than other survivor stories where they just hunch together in a cave like the Donner Party and start eating people. Right? This is different. <laughs> this is different. Like, they are actively participants in their survival the entire time. Like, they get themselves out of trouble. Yeah. I, I read somewhere, too, that, like, a testament to how amazing of a leader Shackleton was. Mm-hmm. On his next journey after this, like, a, a majority of the people on this next journey were from this journey. They just signed up again. They're like, if Shack Daddy is on it, yeah. I'm on it. If Shack Daddy's there. If Shack Daddy, you'll learn about Shack Daddy, too. Yeah. By the way, the Donner Party, I think that fourth grade was a little early to introduce cannibalism because when we first learned about the Donner Party, we just couldn't stop talking about it. Like, do you get it? We're like, like they ate a foot. We're like, what? They ate someone's do heart? Do you get it? Like, like a foot, like, like a leg grade. roasting over a fire. Like, do you understand like, what that would be like? <laughs> no. Like a foot. Like <laughs> yeah, your friend's foot. foot. Your friend's Give foot. me your foot. <laughs> it was early. Um, I have a gripe. I wanted to say uh, I, have a, I have a long gripe about about Goodreads. 
Okay. It's not even just what we discussed yesterday, but I just wanted to say, if you're finding Goodreads to be trash, just know that you're not alone. You're not alone. We're all finding that. First thing, it's epically buggy. Okay? If I have a book, it doesn't seem to be able to decide if when I read a book that's in currently reading, does it then mark it as read, keep it current, put it on my shelf or wish list, mark the date I finished as date read, date added, date finished legacy edition, it it does it seems to be doing something different every single time. Okay, that seems a little neurotic. Okay, there's a little there's a little. What's bug frustrating it. about about it is because if you go to your books read and Goodreads, you can't pull up an accurate list. Oh yeah, you can't pull up an, any accurate list because it's so buggy. The platform. It's a very old app. I think it's been around for a long time. Yeah, so you can tell it's like a, it's part of the earlier internet. Okay, for instance, right now on Goodreads, it says I'm currently reading 22 books, even though 20 of them are rated. Well, okay, the real issue with good... What's the real issue, though? Wait, just, just hold on. I'm, I'm telling you. It says I'm reading 22 books mm-hmm. about... I've rated, like, most of them. So, what am I... The things that I can't stand is how can I be reading a book if I've rated it? Just... If the user rates it, just put it in done. Right? It's fucking crazy. How can I rate a book and be currently reading it? But you, so you want it to be a store of all the books that you've read. One of the most frustrating things is that I go to pull up a list of the books that you've read. Of the books I read, and I, there is no way to get an accurate list. Yeah, I didn't even think about trying to use it like that. I have a list. I just write a list. Well, I, the Goodreads is supposed to do that for me. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, it makes sense. That's part of the reason you get the Kindle. Okay, so what, but the reviews are the things that I really have a gripe about. The reviews suck on Goodreads. You go, you go with the reviews. Do you well, want to go with the reviews? It, for this second? isn't just a problem with Goodreads. It's a problem with Yelp. It's a problem with Rotten Tomatoes. It's a problem with Goodreads too. Is that when you crowdsource the reviews, if you just get anyone who has who has a heartbeat to be able to review, they're not they're not accurate reviews. The highest rated book on Goodreads is still The King Killer Chronicles by Patrick Rothfuss. Name of the, 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 the name, name of the wind. The name of the wind. And I tried to read that book twice, and it was fucking horrible. Horrendous yeah. book. Another book that is that has won every Goodreads award imaginable is the N.K. Jemison series. So I just don't. The, I just don't think it really matters. The, the Goodreads bro- review, the Broken Earth Cycle, or whatever. Yeah, I read it. It was terrible. Straight go. up terrible. Straight up bad. Straight up. It was bad. There you go. Um, you have another book. Okay, I th- I think what what we want, what we want is a platform where it's like just people that are. Like critics, or they read a lot, can 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 rate. Yeah, it shouldn't Some be everyone rating. Because sometimes the people that rate are the worst people in the world. Because mm-hmm. everyone else, they don't, they wouldn't do that. They just wouldn't rate it. Mm-hmm. Just like the people that run for president. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Um, the history of Goodreads real fast. In 2014, Amazon purchased Goodreads, and since that time, the platform has not changed at all. It's oh. still the same thing. Wow. Way Amazon. So hasn't changed in about seven to eight years. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe me, just go ahead and go look at your suggested books. Okay. Go ahead and look at if you'd like actually like any of them. Do you have another recommendation for a book? Yeah, I have another recommendation. Um, the best stance, so so best fiction. There's only one. Honorable mention. No, 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 not honorable one? mention. I've I have different sections. Okay. Okay. Best fiction. There's only one, and it's the masterpiece, the best Pierce Brown's Red Rising series, which is the greatest science fiction series, greatest modern science fiction series written. Did you recommend that last year? No, I didn't. Okay. That's that. That's called Google Docs, where I have my I have it up. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> you don't use Google Docs. It must be hard for you. Um, so the best book is the Red Rising trilogy. If you think that it's young adult, it's not. If you, th- if you think that you're too good to read it, you're not. It's amazing. It is. It is young adult, but it's really. It's good. not young adult. It's fantastic. How is it not young adult? The 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 first three are first of all the first three are much more young adult than four and five. 
Okay. Okay. And it's not because people get get. Uh, I'll I'll say it. People get killed and I, raped. I in think the first it is, book. but it transcends its box. Right. It transcends. It it escapes its its little corner. What does young adult, adult mean? That young it's adult? about young adults. It's about a young adult becoming an adult, learning but, about responsibility. But what that doesn't mean anything. It just because it's about a young adult doesn't mean that it's young adult. No, that, it, it, it doesn't mean adult. that it's made. You know, chi- it's childish being young adult. People get raped and killed in it. Yeah, in I, I think it's just a genre. Like science fiction is a genre. Like young adult is a genre. That's how I think but, about but it. But then is every story about young adults and young adult? No, it has certain beats to it. It has certain beats. I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't like that you're boxing. All right, fine. Don't do box you, it. Don't do box fu- it. Do you like it? Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. And that's a lot for Adam to say. Wait, that, but, but for Adam to say that he likes a, a like a mainstream book. No, it's for, not. For him to no, put aside not. his pretentiary. You're the pretentious one. You're, and for Adam to put you're his, a closet. For Adam you're a closet. To, for Adam to put aside you're his a not so closet hipster. You can see how good that is. Fake news. Fake news. Okay. Second to that book, yeah, in fiction, yes. If you're looking for another fiction series, it is the Joe Abercrombie's The Shattered Sea trilogy, which is his lesser-known trilogy. This is I'm out on this. Okay, nope. You, have you read this trilogy? I'm out on Joe. You haven't read. I'm just out on Joe. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. This is his lesser-known trilogy, and it's arguably better. The reason is because in Joe's mainstream work, he has great characters and they're super unique. But he's got a lot. He's just very negative, and he has a lot of nihilism, and it's. It's just too much sometimes. It's a little tough. It's it's tough. tough it, hang. It's very it's a tough cold. Hang. It can be very very cold at the end, and it can seem like it was actually cold going against what the story was going towards. Just forcibly. It seems like forcibly cold, like a like a chuck steak biting into a. It chuck can steak. seem forcibly cold at the end, like he had manipulated this, manipulated it to be kind of to be colder than it probably would have been the character's motivation and stuff. Yeah. So that's that's Joe, but I do think that that's, that trilogy is better and has less of that. Than the other one. Um, my best standalone fiction. Yeah. Okay. Damn, you're just going. I'm fucking going. Yeah. My best standalone fiction. This guy reads. My best. I'm a writer. My best standalone fiction is Robert Heinlein, The Moon Is a Harsh Mistress. Wow. Which is it's fantastic. Okay. It's also just crazy how he talks about women in the book. What about it? But it's a different time. It's a different time. That's all I'm gonna say. Was, it, is there a lot of toots in that book? There's a ton of honey toots. Wow. Honey toots, sweetie heart, sweetheart, honey toots. It's just fantastic. It's a fantastic book, though. It really is. Did you like it more than Starship Troopers? I liked it equally. Equally. That's how much I liked it. Okay. Do you have any other other any others? Because I have what I like to read. Just to summarize the books that you have recommended: Moon is a Harsh Mistress, Robert Heinlein, as a standalone. Red fiction. Rising, Pierce Brown series. The series. Uh, yep. And what was the other one? And of course, for nonfiction is is Endurance is Endurance by Alfred Lansing, and then another honorable mention fiction series is Joe Abercrombie's The Shattered Sea Trilogy. Right. Okay, and and would you like to say anything more? Because I have a new section called Don't Read List. Because actually, <laughs> like actually what happened to me this year is that I actually read a ton of books over 50% of, oh, that I got over 50% done and hated all of them. And so I'm going to save you. A lot of them are the popular books on Goodreads. I'm going to save you from reading these things because they suck. Yeah. I just want to double down on Endurance. If you're going to read one book, read Endurance. And my fiction recommendation is The Black Tongue Thief, which you have yet to read. Love it. It's I'm excited. That's your recommendation. Christopher Buhlman, and it, it's a fantastic book. It's a lot like, it has the bones and the structure of Locke Lamora by Scott Lynch, the Locke Lamora series, and that's one of my favorites, so I really like this book too, Black Tongue Thief. We're gonna, and we're going to do something different in the notes section. Yeah. Of the comments, wherever you're reading this podcast, in the comments section, I'll have all this information. 
We're actually going to have show notes We're and information show, on them. It's going to, it might look, depending on what platform that you're listening to podcasts, it might look really it, fucked up. It might up. look really you're fucked up. There's nothing person. we can do. You, you're going to figure it out. Yeah, there's nothing we Is, can do because no. podcasts are, it's the Wild West out here for podcasts mm-hmm. and streaming and the streaming. Right. Um, but everything will be in the show notes. Okay, so now this is my don't read list. Again, this is important because I read a ton of shitty books. These are all books that I got over 50% of the way through and realized that I just hated them. I had no idea why I was reading them. Are you ready? Yeah. Don't read any of these books. Stranger in a Strange Land, otherwise known as the Bad Robert Heinlein book. Don't read it. It's bad. Really? Yeah. This, the Sparrow, Mary Dariah Russell. Um, it's downer and pretentious. I know your friends like it. I'm sorry. We love you guys. I just thought it, I thought it was down or thought Wait, it was pretentious. Wh- I thought it was up its ass. Why did, why did you think it was up its ass? It is about it, it is about people with tons and tons of degrees being having really uh, eclectic and high class dinners, and it's downer the entire time. So it's no, a fucking okay. downer. It's a fucking downer. It's, it's not interesting and it's pretentious. I hated it. Okay, <laughs> Artifact Space by Miles Cameron. It's bad. It's boring, and there are logical character actions. Shards of Earth by Adrian Tchaikovsky. I hate every character. <laughs> Cold Iron by Miles Cameron. It's also bad and it's boring you and it's tedious of, and it's monotonous. De- the Desert Prince by Peter Britt. Peter writes a sequel for a paycheck. It's terrible. Murderbot by Martha. Oh, Mar- I forgot. I forgot that. Yeah, Was it's that te- actually bad. Because, it's terrible. Wait, the original series you highly recommend, dude. The original, the Warded Man. The original series, the la- Warded Man, is, is last year's fiction book recommendation. Holy shit. The original series is, is the number one book last year. The original series is, what's it called? The Warded Man series. The Warded Man is the first book. I forget what the series is called. Yeah, you're right. The Demon yeah. Cycle series. The Demon Cycle. Okay. That being said, read that series and don't read it anymore because the new one, The Desert Prince, technically the fourth book in the series, the, a series that did not need to be continued and was over. Not the fourth book. Not the fourth book. Pro- I think it's the sixth. But yeah. Oh, I think you're right. He wrote yeah. a lot. The Demon Cycle is You're a right, lot. you're right. It's it's the next book, but it ended before this. Yeah. So you didn't need it. It's the sequel no one asked for, and he just wrote it to get money, and it, it's really bad. Okay. It's honestly really bad. Um, Murderbot by Martha Wells. No, how dare you? Yeah, just- How you, dare you? You like Fuck it. You. Fuck you. You, you like it. Wait, you, I can't believe- no, just, I didn't put that shut on up, this list. Shut up. You, you like it because you're pretentious, but I but I don't like it because- Why it's, when I don't like something is it because I'm pretentious? It's pretentious. It's a little pretentious. It's Why? Not, it's not deep. It's, 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 I just feel like it's predictable. What do you mean boring. it's not deep? It's not, what, what are you talking about? Yep. I think it's super Boom. interesting. Super interesting Boom. main character. It's a great world and- very personal and it's fantastic. And I really recommend that series. Okay, so Adam, re- Adam really recommends it. I hate it. I was bored. I thought it was super predictable and boring. You read you read like 20, 20 pages of the first book. That's it. No, no, no. I read, nope, I read nope, six halfway of them. down. Halfway down with the first book. I should have put that it was on. Just here. A tiny first I recommend book. it. Halfway down with the first book. Murderbot. So that's not true. Murderbot. As I said before. My name is Murderbot. Uh again, I, I, don't worry, this list is almost over. Murderbot. Miss Board by Brandon Sanderson. <laughs> I, I like to call it Miss Board. Um, his books, Brandon Sanderson, if you ever read them, they have a strange lack of sex in all of them. All of his characters are very plutonic. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. Um, the other it's very one, very chaste. It's very chaste. So you like you like boning. You I, want boning. I need in your books. boning. You need the boning. I need boning. You need a garden blowjob. What, why are we? You know, as as Sigmund Freud said, it's all about sex, right? Mm-hmm. What? Why are we doing our actions if it's so weird? Human beings have sex, right? Yeah. Well, it's if they don't have sex anymore, it's it's strange. I don't get the characters. There's no sex. Nick, uh, Kings of the Wild. Nicholas Eames. Um, it it's trying to be clever. I, I don't find it funny. It's supposed to be like funny. I never find funny books. How much funny. bad fiction did you read this year? Dude, this is the year so of bad fiction. Much. So much bad fiction. So much. That's why I'm trying to stop people Look, from reading. Look, this it. man has waded through pages and pages of bad oh, fiction pages in order to bring you pages. recommendations on the good fiction. Yeah. 
Exactly, exactly. And to tell you to not read any of these books. <laughs> but Because these are big. These are all big on Goodreads. You will get gotcha. recommended these, and you will dive into one, and you will be 50% of the way through, and you'll be like, that sucks. This sucks. Yeah. Okay? Uh, the Black Company, Glenn Cook, it's bad. Uh, Malice by John Gwynn. This is the last one, and I'll be honest, I did, I did not get to 50% done, but... Any, for me, I have a rule. Any fantasy series that starts with kids running through either a spring festival <laughs> or they're at the moon fair or they're at the solstice carnival and there's like, oh, look, the town, it's Camelot. Anything that starts with a fair and, <laughs> or, or a Camelot-like setting it is going to be a terrible book. So for it's you, boring. starting off with like a, a boning scene and then like Fuck killing, yeah. a killing of Fuck the man. Fuck yeah, if we're boning and, and then, then we're like, killing. And then like someone comes in and kills him while he's boning. Black Widow. That's probably pretty good for me. That's a good start. Okay. That's what we like to call a good start. <laughs> Running through a spring festival. Do you want to save some of your voice for movies and TV? Because I think you're going to need it for, for Arcane. No, I'm ready to fucking fight you on Arcane. I'm ready to absolutely, I'm ready sure? to go fucking down. Because I just got pumped up by how bad so many books I read were. Okay, it's now time for movies and TV. <laughs> okay, movies and TV. My recommendation. This is the strongest. If there is an award we could give for like the thing that we recommend each year, we should have this. What is like the one thing you recommend? Don't you fucking no? You better speak for yourself because I, I don't fucking recommend. I would put this. it. I would put it on Arcane. Dude, okay. First of all, okay. For, wait, this is can you, Adam. Can you just shut I don't your recommend face. this stupid fucking TV show ever. That, I would never okay, recommend. Noah this. watched the whole thing and liked it, and at some point he flipped. So it was we're gonna mediocre. Talk about that. It was mediocre. That's bullshit. So, what is this show? The show is called Arcane. It took six years to make. Unfortunately, underneath the title, there's a subtitle. It says League of Legends. So, it is a story that takes place in the League of Legends world, which is a multiplayer video game I have never played, and I have no relationship. Confusing what that means. I have no relationship with it and never played it, and you don't need to know anything about it to love this show. Confusing why they put the branding on it's it. It's on Netflix. I In my head, it's fighting... With Avatar The Last Airbender for the best animated show I've Shut ever seen. your mouth. Can, can I speak, please? Litigation. That's bullshit. Okay, it's gro- It's not only groundbreaking in the music. Where they have Sting. Sting does some of the songs. The final song, which is awesome, which you liked. And also, I told a, a, you lot of the, a lot of the, the Ice-T does I a song. Stingy. A lot of the other songs are really cool. The visuals are fantastic. They're watercolor. Combined with digital art, and it's amazing. It's a really amazing visuals, and it has a great story as well. Oh, my God. It's set in an amazingly interesting right. universe. Right. has great themes that are very important right, today. It's topical. It's cutting you off. It is a fantastic show. I give it the, no. the Dude Nature Award of the Year. Fuck you. It's Arcane. No, you can give no, it. You give can it, give it's it mine. Adam, no, it's mine. fuck you. It's my award. All right, it's my award fine. to give. You can give Ad- Adam. Sorry, let me rephrase it. Let me rephrase. Adam's Award Adam's Dude Nature, winner of the year, is Arcane, the TV show. That's dumb. Okay, now... D-U-M-B, dumb. Before Noah goes off in this tirade, just know that it's the best thing that happened this year. All right, Noah, go ahead. I Fuck you. First of all, first of all, it is nowhere near Avatar. Why don't you start by saying that you watched the whole thing? I'm speaking. Why don't you watch... I'm speaking. I'm speaking. A man is speaking. A man is speaking. Okay? First of all, it's nothing like Avatar The Last Airbender. It is not even close to the masterpiece. Okay, second of all... The good things about Arcane. It's very pretty to look at. The bad things about Arcane. That's basically That's it. it. That's, That's basically it? fucking it. You what will you have mean? a hollow vessel, much like a mannequin. If you looked at a, 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 a picture of a pretty woman, that would basically be Arcane. It's a picture, it, and it looks pretty. It was the only show there. to ever win every single animated award. Okay, this year. That, Every oh, single oh, award. That's so funny coming from the dude who just complained about Goodreads ratings. We know we know how, how seriously we take awards. This is an award 
brought on can by I finish? critics. Given by can I critics. finish? Yes, go ahead. Can I finish? Absolutely. This show, it is very pretty to look at. It is very dumb. The story is super, super, super dumb. At one point, one of the main characters sees her father get killed and, and then switches to the bad side in basically wait, wait, two wait. minutes later. We can't, we can't, we're not going to reveal too much. I'm right? so, no, I'm not giving anything away. It sucks. The show sucks. That just shows me that you don't understand. You don't understand the end of the show. You're an, you're a I fucking had to watch asshole. it again to get it. Listen to me. Listen to me. Yeah. Listen. You had to watch it. There's nothing to get. There's nothing to get. It is the story is bad. There's nothing to get. It's stupid. It's visual. <laughs> it's visually beautiful. I. It's visually beautiful. Did you like the Sting song? I loved the song. Sting song. <laughs> I love the Sting song. How dare you? Don't don't you right. smart Sting on this podcast? Uh, let, me, let me go. Let me go. Yeah. The the this the music is fantastic. The visuals are fantastic, and you can watch it and enjoy it just for those two things. But when the story doesn't make any sense to you, and when it seems juvenile, that's because it is. And when they spend most of the airtime on this one character, the least likable character of anyone, and she gets most airtime and says the same thing over and over again, you'll know why. You'll know fucking why. And now, <laughs> good. I'm gonna. I'm sending Adam something. Adam. What I'm sending you is um, is a list. I'm sending you a list of the main characters that that died. Okay, who is this? It's motherfucking Sting. How's the respect for motherfucking Sting? Do you do you see do you see what I sent you? Go to Slack. What'd you send me? Okay, what I'm sending Adam is a list. Again, a list. Do you want me to look at this as we talk? Look at it right now. It's a list of them. You don't, I don't want to give anything away if you want to waste your time and watch the show. But but what I'm okay, saying, I gotcha. Again, it's visually beautiful. Music is good. Story stupid. Okay, what is it, what am I supposed to get from this list you've sent me? So so what does it say at the top? It says men. Okay, now do you see that how many numbers are there? These are the these are the main characters that died. You see that list, right? Yeah. Now now at the bottom, what does it say? It says women. Do you notice that there's nothing under it? No. Yeah, I noticed that. You think that's a little strange? That a lot of men died and none of, no women died? Let me just tell you, if you live in Arcane and you're a man, you're going to die. If you're a woman, you're fucking good. <laughs> you don't die if you're a main character. You know what you have to do these days. You know, you know how it rolls. Anyway, I just, again, visually beautiful, good soundtrack. You, you can watch it. It's fine. The story, when you think the story's dumb, that's because you're right. It is. Okay, but this is, this is, wait, no, 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 no. First I, of all, first of all, I have something else to say. This is my recommendation. Not yours, okay? I just want the last word here in that this has my winner of the year award. This is a flawless, fantastic F show. What is wait, wait, wrong well, with you? Now, Matt, uh, what's, what is, flawless? What is your recommendation? It's not uh, how is it flawless? Okay, what is your recommendation? My, my dude, I was going to wait till the end. No, what's your movies and TV recommendation? Do you have one? I don't really, I don't watch movies or TV. There you go. Don't watch That's them. That's what I was looking for. Because unfortunately, they turn out to be like arcane, just dumb. That is so stupid. All right, I have an honorable mention. Okay, my honorable mention is the Netflix movie called Fantastic Fungi. It was it, really good. It was really, really good because it has amazing videos and photography of mushrooms. For some reason, in my head, I didn't understand the amazing biodiversity of mushrooms. Like the. There's mushrooms that have, like, webs around them. There's mushrooms that are giant. There's mushrooms that are tiny. There's mushrooms that are orange. There's mushrooms that glow in the dark. There's just a crazy amount of biodiversity. It's so cool. And they have amazing videos of them growing. And they talk about all the theories that we've talked about on this podcast. They talk about the stone ape theory. They talk about mycorrhizal networks. They talk about the Johns Hopkins Institute for Psychedelic Research. The healing power of turkey tail. And just 
all of the different good things that these mushrooms can do. And in, in a really cool, they talk about Paul Stamets and his personal story. And I thought that the videography was really, really cool. So I recommend it. That sounds really cool. Yeah. That sounds really it's cool. A, That's a, a good recommendation. It's a great summary of the things we've talked about on the podcast with mushrooms. Okay. I actually want to watch that. I didn't know it was that good. It's really good. Okay. That's dope. Yeah. Uh, how long is it? It's not that long. I think it's like, it's got to be less than an hour and a half. That's what no one needs. There you go. Anything you, longer than that? Do you have any movies or TV? No, you already asked me. I said no. I don't, I don't really watch movies or TV because I'm pretentious. Wow. Don't get short with me. You asked me, and you, and, uh, you said you ca- you said that I just I really can't believe that that's your one award this year is Arcane. I loved it because it it's great. so. If if anything, you have to admit that it is flawed in its story. I don't agree. I think it's fantastic. I think you it's think one it's, of the best things I've ever think, seen. Okay, we're gonna have to talk. Fantastic. We're gonna we're gonna literally talk off the air about this because I don't want to give anything away. When can we talk about this on the air? Right. When, when people have given them enough time to we'll watch the story. We'll give people some time, and then we'll do we'll do All right, part of it. I'm gonna give you enough time, and then I'm gonna say a warning. About and then we'll talk about why I hated the story. Okay. Okay. You watched the whole thing though. I did because because I have nothing to watch. My girlfriend she likes to watch things, and so whenever I find something I can stand, it's like a huge win. Okay. We're gonna take a quick break, and after the break, it's time for the halftime, honey. Noah's going to pee, going to pee. He's gotta make it back before the song ends. He's going to pee, he's got to pee, he's in the bathroom right now. You got 10 seconds, probably less than 10 seconds to come back to your mind. You got 10 seconds, probably more like 5 seconds to come back to your mic. This is the Halftime Honey Toast, where we discuss and celebrate some absurd science in the news that is somehow related to our episode. I find the story, and Noah... He responds with his immediate thoughts. Flush goes the toilet. No, I forgot what we were going to do for, for our halftime break. All right, so here's what we're doing for our, for our halftime toast. Yep. I'm just, I wanted to toast to something that might not be something new this oh, year yeah. so that we wouldn't recommend it because it's all new stuff, but it's something that we've just really loved over the past year. Love it. And so my toast, this toast, goes out to... Scythe, the online oh digital my God, edition. Just say the, same thing. the online digital edition, because last year, this is uh, just hands up. It is the greatest online digital board game. Whatever you're doing, Click. go play Scythe. It is like Risk, Catan, and Chess together. And last year, it was one of the board games that we recommended. Um, it's fucking unbelievable. We last year, a year and five months ago, we had played about 30 games each of Scythe. And one thing I said was that we still have a lot to learn. And that it's a fantastic game. And I think that we'll get a lot more playthroughs. Well, it's a year and five months later. I am now at 177 hours of Scythe played. Wow. That's what my Steam says. 177 hours. It's amazing. And we still, every time we hang out or every man's night, we play Scythe. Oh, yeah. Every single time we play Scythe. And we'll probably keep playing Scythe for the foreseeable future. Because it has all the things we like. It's got an ELO rating that goes up with your skill level. Right. It's got... An asymmetrical starting position, so you play with different races, different strategies with different races, and it's a lot like chess. Yeah, honestly, it's a fantastically balanced game. There's a lot of there's player the player interaction is fantastic, right? Some of these games you're playing, you're you're each kind of playing in your own silo, like Dune Imperium is a little bit like that. This is a little bit different. Also, I just bought the board game this year. 
after playing like hundreds of digital games. And the board game is amazing looking. The physical Amazing game. looking. So yeah. Even though you played like a hundred games I online, still you still the bought the board game. game. And I still think it was awesome so, yeah, to play so in person. Honestly, if I had to recommend something, you need to go play Scythe. The online, I would recommend the online version of Scythe. And to sure. put the time in, the investment to learning it, again, I played 177 hours of it. That's, I think that's a good halftime, honey. Yeah, I like that. All Toast. right, we're on to workouts. Okay, workout. Um, so my workout is Chris Heria. You might know of him from YouTube. Highly he's, tatted. He is the dude from Miami that has a ton of tats and looks like a huge douche. And in fact, he probably is a huge douche. Comes right? off like a little bit of a Comes douche. Comes off like probably a douche. Probably is a douche. Has tattoos looks all over like his body. Talks looks like, like a douche. douche. If it looks like does a douche, he talks like a douche and does douchey things, it is, is a, douche. It a douche. Um, His app. He has an app, okay? It is it is a bad start, but his app is awfully organized. Mm-hmm. But, mean, but if you get past his douchiness and the organization of his app, there is almost an unlimited amount of at-home or calisthenic strength workouts on there that are simple. They require little to no equipments, equipment, right. and they're 45 minutes to an hour, and best yet, they are actually very good. Yeah, I think so there's, bo- there's tons of bodyweight-only stuff, which is great. Fantastic. It's fantastic. I go on there all the time. Because I don't have a gym membership, and I just pick one. Yeah. Well, before we did it, we were at the gym. You actually only need to go to a calisthenics park to get a great workout. Right. That's the thing. And these are workouts for the... What do we mean by calisthenics parks? You just need a pull-up bar. Just find a pull-up bar somewhere, really. And what we're talking about is like those, you know, out on dog dog, dog pass or, or running pass. Yeah. They have those like the bars and they turns, have the Turns stuff. out working out outside in the sun, like in the summer and spring, is great. Just being outside is so much It turns out working outside. outside is a lot more fun and you get a way better workout than working out at the gym when you're doing calisthenics because they're cardio too and they're hard. Yeah. And so, and that's all you fucking, all you need to get ripped and strong is a pull-up bar and outside. It's amazing. And this. Back and to so, basics. And so this is, it's just a great app. No, sorry. The app sucks. He is a douche. But it's not that bad. It does, it does have the yeah. workouts on it. It has it's great pretty workouts. bad. It's pretty bad. But it's it has pretty gr- bad. It has great, great workouts on there. It's fine. He might be a douche. His workouts are great. Yeah. Do, um. I have my. The other thing I have is a PT thing. So do you want to finish with workout with strength workout stuff? Yeah, I got one. Uh, I, I'm gonna recommend. I I just you know I just started doing CrossFit this year in Sonora, and I say that it's good. It's good stuff. I mean, the workouts don't totally suck balls like going to a gym. It's much funner. One thing I didn't realize is that it's much more social. You get to socialize a lot because you have to talk to people about all the Good. different Go moves. Go with our theme. Go with right. our theme. Go We're with trying our to get out. Off, get getting out. Getting out. Getting off. Getting off. Then getting out. So there's a lot of different moves. There's like a whole glossary of CrossFit shit like that I don't understand. So you have to ask people about them. And because the workouts are so much shorter, like the intense workouts are really only 15 minutes or less, basically. You can... Talk more. You have more time to talk more before. You have more time to talk after. So you end up knowing everyone at the gym. Like when you go to a regular gym, you end up talking to no one, and you just like see people that you've seen before. But and you, you don't do, like make and you, any and you relationships. You do like a shitty strength workout where you where you might get stronger, but you get fatter too. Yeah. So in CrossFit workout, you do way more strength and cardio. In it's a whole body strength slash cardio, and you get your body looks way more like that beautiful, you know, swimmer, runner, powerful fireman body. Then it is the gym. It's just literally like a gorilla gym body. What do we call? Gross. We call it the square. The square. We call the gym body the square, square, where you just look kind of like a, a blown up square. Especially if you're short like us. There's yes. really it's really dangerous to look like a square because you start squaring. Very if you're quick. if you're short like us and we already look squarish, if we just go to the gym, we literally look like a box. 
it's like a horrible. stepping stool. It's and not you know, good. When you when you have models modeling clothing, they're tall and skinny. So short and boxy is like the opposite of what is attractive. Unfortunately, we don't want to turn into a box. We already right. look like a box. So I recommend CrossFit. I think it's, I think it's cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, I'm going to PT. Um, I have bad knees. In fact, I have horrible knees. I had to stop doing basically all sports about a year and a half ago out of nowhere because I couldn't I couldn't move my knees. And it's been an absolute journey to try and get back to it. Um, I will th- say the one thing that has really helped me is, and he was recently on Joe Rogan, is the knees over toes guy. You just look up knees over toes. And his program, I'm three, I'm three months into the program. He is, of course, a little bit of a turd sandwich because, I don't know, if you, sp- if you dedicate your life to working out. <laughs> yes, Turn, like, turns out. Turns out like you're probably kind of a non-interesting turd. But he, has, he is kind of the knee guru. It's knees over toes. The platform is good. I've been doing it again for three months. Um, it has taken a lot of work on my end to reverse engineer the thousand dollars, the oh, the like couple thousand dollars of equipment he ex- wants you to buy for the program. Mm-hmm. So of course you are like, I don't. Not only do I not have space for that, I can't buy it, right? Yeah. So you have to reverse engineer it, and the good thing is that you actually can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it takes a lot of trial and error. So when are you coming out with the Noah Noah's over toes? Right, which is like, like the productized so version of your work. What I want to come out is one of the problems with it is that it is an hour a day. Well, yeah, but that's not realistic for anyone, really. Except well, for that's you. what I'm explaining. What that's what I'm explaining is that this PT is it's an hour a day of this PT plus I work out, so it's like a two a day. It's awful. Yeah. Right. Um, but There's a d- lot of mouth sounds that have been happening. A lot of burpees. Yeah, just just yeah. To, just tell you the uh, the the progress for my knees. Mm-hmm. When I first started on the program, my knee I could barely bend down with my knees. Mm-hmm. Bend, um, bend there, over. there was a type of front squat. That I could only do, I could only do 15 reps unweighted in 10 minutes. Now I can do 50 reps, each one weighted at 60 pounds. So that's how much stronger my knees have gotten. Of course, I still haven't run yet. Like I still haven't gone back to sport because I'm too scared. And we did go on a hike yesterday and my knees hurt. Yeah. So I do think they've gotten a lot stronger though. Yeah, I mean, your knees look a lot stronger. I think they've gotten a but, lot stronger. But if you di- so if you didn't do it, I'm your control, right? I'm You're my, my knees control. Are, my knees are now starting to hurt when I go uphill, which just didn't happen before. Downhill, yeah, like my knees are on fire. But now uphill, they're also on fire. So that's not good. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, because Adam doesn't do the program, so he's based on my control. So I ask him all the time, what's hurting How his are you knees? feeling? Yeah, he, he grabs my knees like a psychopath. What do you think? Have I been bending? Like, can you explain as someone that, my control, what do you think? You look like you're jumping around and moving a lot more, you know? Does it hurt when you walk? No. Okay, that's great. It hurts when I walk, so that's already a plus. Okay. Yeah, All right, good, good job. Do you have anything else? Uh, no, that's it for workout. Okay, uh, software computer shit. Go first. Software computer shit. Humongous recommendation. This almost won the award for Adam's Dude Nature Award of the Year for Thing. But it didn't. But it's still amazing. And it is simply putting grayscale on your phone. So what do I mean by that? If you an iPhone or an Android or whatever, it has the ability to go into grayscale mode, which makes your phone black and white instead of look like a candy bar. It looks like a tool. It doesn't hurt your eyes as much. You can check it at night and you go to sleep easier. You will look at your phone much less because it doesn't look as attractive because it's in black and white. But once you get used to it, it actually is much cleaner you know, design. It looks way nicer, the design. I'm showing and you right it, now. It's way, I'm showing it to you. It's way nicer on your eyes. Way nicer so on your eyes. You don't realize when you thing. look at your phone, it's a fucking assault yeah, exactly. of it, color. It takes, a, it takes a toll on your eyes because of the crazy amount of color that when you look back at the real world, it, it's annoying. It, it actually takes your eyes time to adjust. 
away from the candy, like, totally. you know, rainbow smattering. It's more, earth, it makes your phone more earth looking. More earth it's looking. like closer yeah. to earth. I like that. It's for, for me, I like saying it looks like a tool. It's now my tool, right? I own it. It's my tool. It's very cool. I really like the grayscale. Yeah, so go grayscale with your phone. It's very easy to do, totally worth it, and I really like, really love it. I, I love that one, it. and um, that has to do with, uh, you, there you forgot, uh, a book that you read. So I guess the self-help book of the year would be what? Well, yeah, it'd be 40,000 Hours by Oliver Berkman. I think it's a great book. Didn't quite make it into my books of the year, but yeah. Wow. I mean, it's fantastic. I, I love that book. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't. Well, this is why it's, it's, that's self-help. It's a different section. Different section. It's a different section. What's your software? Um, my software is if you need to get something from Lowe's or Home Depot, okay? And if you haven't been to Lowe's and Home Depot in a while, because you're this not is, doing house projects. This is for like the five people out there this, yeah. this is relevant for. But if you need to go to Lowe's or Home Depot, it you know you're going to be in the shop for at least 30 minutes just finding your shit. Because it's impossible to find. Yeah, it sucks. Right? Because it's huge. Humongous. So now they both have that you just go online. It's a very good platform. And you just put in exactly what you want. And they will literally come out to your car and give it to you. So, oh, so next up. time you're doing a home home improvement, home DIY products are all about energy conservation, right? Mm-hmm. This will save you like thirty to forty five minutes oh, that so you can just be working. So they just drop the things off of your car instead of wandering around Lowe's, Home Depot, and getting mansplained by someone. Mm-hmm. You just like go to pick up number five. You and then you tell them you're here, and they bring all the equipment and even like gravel and mulch or whatever out to your car. But you're talking about, like, if you're doing a home project, sometimes it is fun to go wander around Home Depot. But if you have to go there five times it's a day, always it starts fun. being less fun. It's always fun. But if you're doing a solid project, you're going to have to go there multiple times. And then it's it's a time, very time-consuming. Yeah. Um. Okay. Also, no, no, no. I'm going to end there. Okay. I, I have item under $100 next. Okay. You go ahead and do that one. Okay. Item under $100. I have. Oh, I got one. I have a pairing. Two items that make a whole. Number one is the lap desk for $30. You put it on your lap. It's a hard surface. It has a space for your mouse. So if you've ever worked in bed and you put your laptop on your shorts or on your skin, it starts doing that crazy air, airplane aircraft carrier sound. And cooking your penis. Yeah, and cooking your wiener <laughs> or penis or vagina. And that's because it's overheating. So also you, known as the penis cooker. Also known as the penis cooker on the back of a laptop. <laughs> So the lap desk prevents that from happening, which is really nice and has a space for your mouse and a cup holder. You need to pair that with the $60 backrest. So you put the backrest, you put the backrest on the back of the wall. You have your lap, tas- lap desk on your lap, and then you can actually comfortably work out of your bed, which is great, which I do all the time. Two or three days a week, I don't want to go to my desk. I just don't like being at the desk for some reason. I want to switch it up. I just sit in bed with my backrest and my lap desk, and I'm good to go. So that's one sixty for the total setup. No, lap desk thirty dollars, backrest sixty dollars. Oh, together ninety. Okay, cool. I'm, this I'm is item under a hundred. So under a hundred, you can set up a fantastic bed desk for under hundred dollars. If you ever said to yourself, "Wow, now that I work from home, why the fuck do I need to go to my desk? I just want to work from be- from bed." Here you go, lap desk, backrest. You're good to go. Or you want to play games in your bed. Exactly. So late night, sometimes before I'm going to bed, maybe I'll play some football manager to relax and then put it to the side. Highly recommend it. Okay. Very cool. Okay. My under $100, if you own a home and you want to do landscaping and you just want to make your backyard or front yard look prettier. Once again, we're back to home improvement. Yeah, yeah, baby. We're fucking back. We're back. If you want to make your home look nicer, okay, 
It does not need an expert. It's actually unbelievable, unbelievably simple. Brendan Bierman, this is for you. Thank you for recommending. Okay, it's a fantastic recommendation. I have three words for you. Mulch, plants, pavers. Okay? What's that? What okay. is that? Mulch, is, it is so fucking cheap. It's $3 a bag. Plants are plants. Pavers are bricks. Mulch? So I, I have mulch, plants, pavers. If you want to make just a nice area in the front of your house that is that is surrounded oh, yeah. surrounded by brick, you put the mulch in and then you put the plants in and it looks absolutely fantastic and it's about $70. What kind of plants? Any, 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 any. 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 I mean, once that survive easily, that's what, what I look for. Any landscaping thing. Any, any plant. So I would just go to Lowe's Home Depot. You get the mulch, get the plants, get the pavers, and you will make something beautiful. And your fiance or whatever will be super impressed. And all your friends will be impressed. And you'll be like, it was 70 bucks and took me about five hours. <laughs> so much home improvement. Baby, home improvement, baby. This is, this, is, this is our home improvement podcast. You can find us on home, Dude Nature Home Improvement. Do you have anything else? That's it. Okay. Again, I will include everything in the, uh, in the notes. Uh, I have an honorable mention. I'm under $100. This is actually for $120. My JBL Charge 4 portable speakers. They're fantastic. We use them for working out outside. We use them in the house for cooking. We even, I even bring them back to mom's house when we visit so we can use them before our podcast for working out, whatever. They have an amazing sound. They can be super loud, and they're very durable. So I highly recommend the JBL Charge for portable speakers. Stop playing things out of your phone, you fucking animal. Okay, and now I forgot. We have item under 10. We do have item this under This is my 10. favorite section. It yeah. is the item under 10. Last year, we did the Mr. Coffee coffee warmer. Your coffee that sits on your desk and gets cold and gross. For $5, you can never have that happen ever again. That was last year. I still use the same Mr. Coffee coffee warmer for $5. My yeah. favorite section. This is, not only is this my item under 10, it is my Dude Nature Award of the Year. Wow. Okay, and it's actually a present from you, so it's very sweet. All wow. right, Adam gave me a screen cleaner kit, which is just a microfiber towel and, and a little spray bottle. Okay? <laughs> portable spray bottle. And I use the portable spray bottle and this thing once and maybe twice a day. When I clean my laptop, look at your laptop right now. Is it nasty? I bet it's nasty, but some of your laptops are nasty. Get a screen cleaner and a micro towel for under $10. You'll have a picture clean laptop. Makes a huge difference. And when you, because it, it's dedicated, you just keep it in your desk and you just you spray it every day. It's under ten dollars. It's my it's my award of the year. That's amazing. It's a reward of the it's year. It's my award. I fucking love. I'm addicted. I love it. <laughs> what is it like to have a clean screen? It's I an addiction, have, right? It's an addiction. I, it's an addiction. Clean screen is an addiction, and when, once you have it, you will and clean I am it every an day. And I'm an addict. I'm an addict of clean screen. Not only your laptop, your TV, and your phone need to be that's clean, the thing, too. That's the thing. Not only do I use the screen cleaner for my laptop, I also use it for my TV, for my phone. We have so many screens, and they're never cleaned. Just having a kit dedicated to it is, um, is amazing. Award of the year. Award no, of the no year. Because it's under $10 to change your life. Okay. I love it. I also have that on there. Uh, another item that I have under $10, I'm going to bend the rules a little bit. Because it's fourteen ninety nine, is my Casio watch. I have had five different Casios over the last ten years. Mm. I think mm. they last until you lose them. They look great. <laughs> they have a stopwatch, and they are amazing conversation starters. Every there are many other people in the yeah. world who own Casios. Anytime you want to start a conversation, just say, "Hey, sick Casio," and show them yours. Boom, you're good to go. That's your new best no, friend. No, Casio brothers now are real. You, now, you made a, now you made a best friend. I've seen this happen to Adam. It's that people have have mentioned Waiters, Casio. It's a thing. It's a group. Whatever. It's a group that is like it's like a cheap watch, but it's a sick group. It's a cheap watch, but it's a sick watch. Casio, hundred percent. Join the brotherhood and sisterhood for fourteen ninety nine <laughs> of the Casios. I love it. Mm -hmm. Great. Okay. Okay. 
I think that's it. Do you have anything else you want to nope, say that's before it. I have a kimono? That's it. Okay. We don't need a kimono. Let's do a kimono. Let's I don't need a kimono. You don't need a kimono? No, fucking kimono. Let's go kimono. This is the uh, okay. Let's do a musical break and then we'll go. We'll, we'll go to kimono. The amount of bad book I read last year was outstanding. Astounding. Yeah, I don't know which one it is. Astounding. Why not outstanding? That's something. Something good. Um, when you read fiction, it's just like it just might be really bad. This is how it goes. This is the open kimono where we freely talk and discuss our final thoughts on the topic and we leave nothing to the imagination. So, Noah, what is your open kimono? My open kimono is that the recommendations have changed from last year. <clears throat> last year, some of my biggest recommendations were things on the Xbox like XCOM 2, Dead Cells, Frostpunk, or FIFA Ultimate Team. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly tell you, it's crazy because I have no desire to play any one of those things ever, like ever again. Yeah, because I just like because you weren't in the peak of Rona. Because I wasn't in the peak of Rona, and I just want to get outside of, out of my house. Right. And yeah. the one I think I just like I had Scythe on my thing last year. We still play it. It's just it's fantastic. Also, I'm not going to mention LastPass again because if yeah. you don't have it by this time, I don't know what to do with you. Yeah. Okay. What's yours? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, look, if you want to stay inside and play games and stuff, we've done it. We do tons of that. We still do a ton of it. You know, we did a lot of it the last couple of years. I just want to highlight. The things that will get you to start conversations with other people and get off, get outside off the screen. And those for me are the Casio watch, the grayscale on your phone, which helps you stay off your phone, CrossFit, and board games like Dune Imperium. So there you go. Okay, cool. We're in a different paradigm this year. Okay. Mulch, pavers, pavers, plants. Um, Mulch, pavers, plants. Links. We're going to have links to all the things that we've recommended in the show notes. Ooh, a link. Link. Not, and not a link. I whatever mean, we're pla- going to mention it, though. Yeah, we're going to mention it. And whatever platform you're... We don't know what platform... You, your platform is going to do with it. Just like I mangled no, that we have, we have no idea what they're going to do with they it. They might take we're the notes and it. stick it inside of the picture they of the cover. They might stick it up their ass. I have no idea what they're going to do. Rub some poop on it. Right. We don't know what the platform... We are not responsible for what the platform does with it. What's up, what's up with Sarah? Uh, shout out to Sarah and her boyfriends. May they... May they wear Casios and may they use their lap desks and hopefully have Grayscale on their phones. I can only hope. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, guys can, and gals, you can find us at dudenature.com, dudenature.com, Instagram at dudenature. Is there an underscore in there? Not sure. Not sure. <laughs> Just look it up. <laughs> yeah, look it okay? up. Um, if you listen to the podcast and you really liked it and you haven't let us, left us a review yet, we'd really appreciate it. Really would. It really helps us keep doing the podcast, which we love to do. And we'd love to hear from you guys. So go to the website, dudenature.com, if you want to send us a line. We'd love to hear from you. Have fun with the recommendations. We highly recommend them. We love you guys. Sorry that we had a little break, but thank you so much for listening. We're back now, and we'll see you next time.